Welcome to the Watershed Teaching Podcast. Watershed is the high school ministry of Perimeter Church in Johns Creek, Georgia. Perimeter Church is part of the Presbyterian Church in America. Watershed is a place where we hope high school students would connect, receive, and transform. We want to see students connect with God and others through healthy community, receive His truth through gospel-centered, grace-based teaching, and be transformed by the gospel to then go transform their world. Thank you for downloading this podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.perimeter.org slash watershed. Started to batter down a stronghold of Satan. Those of us in this room, what if we did that? What if we attempted so great, something so great for God that it was doomed to fail unless God was in it? Those of us right here, and we have an opportunity to do that. I have just the thing. You were waiting, right? I actually have something for us to do that together with. And I'm going to get into that in just a second. So I want you to know this all started with this idea. I was thinking and dreaming about this years ago, and it actually came from this idea of, uh, I was reading, I had read War and Peace years ago, and it was all about Napoleon invading Russia. And, and there's this whole idea where when someone is attacking another, another group with cannons and cavalry and all these things, they have this, this thing where, if you think about it, and Mark's done some wonderful animation. Mark, will you give me that first animation? Okay, now this is not the time of Napoleon, but it's really cool, so you had to see it. Okay, so you've got this idea where your artillery is just bombing the enemy, right, and kind of softening them up. But look at it. Right now, everything's kind of scattered, right? Everybody's just shooting right in front of them, and it's, and it's doing that. And what if you take all of that energy and effort that's going in all these different directions and you focus it to one point, Okay, then what happens? Boom. Okay, because see, that's what Napoleon used to do. Napoleon used to point all of the cannons in one spot, and when, the, when it got weak and when everybody got scared, they would run, and then the cavalry would hit right at that point and peel behind the enemy lines and, and just have a total rout and a victory. Okay, and so what we started thinking about is... Okay, Mark, that's good. You can, with that animation. It's really cool, but... Yes, we can give Mark a hand on that, on that animation. Yes, it's wonderful. So, what if we, as the watershed community, instead of all of us praying, all of you are praying for lost people. All of you are praying for God to move in so many different areas, right? And it's kind of like us shooting our cannons at all these different areas, and all of us are focused on different things. What if we, as one group, focused our prayer power on one target? One target. And here's the thing. You might go, well, that's kind of overwhelming. How long would I have to do that? What if we did it for one month? And what if we focused on one school? All of us being selfless and saying, you know what? You can still pray about the other things, by the way. But we say, we're going to pray specifically for one school, for one month, one prayer, for one day. We're going to pray that God is going to move In an incredible way, he's going to pour out his spirit in one day on one school and see what happens. What if God gave us the whole school? Do you believe that God could give us an entire high school? Do you believe that he could give us every teacher, every law student, every... Do you believe that? It is. He's capable of it, right? We know that he is. But have we ever really stepped out and said, okay, God, we're going to pray. We're going to put all of this on him. He's the power source. No one comes to Jesus because we have a great argument, right? No one comes because uh, our program here at Watershed is so cool, 
right? They come to Christ because God reaches into their heart and he grabs it and he pulls him to himself. And so we're going to ask for God to move. So let me explain what this would look like. We're going to take the month of October and we're going to pray for Northview High School. All right? Now, some of you may be going, why Northview? To which I have to say, why not Northview? Because here's the thing. My immediate inclination was, let's go to Johns Creek because it's right across the street and it's the biggest school, right? But did God go to the largest nation and call them his own people? No, what? He went to the smallest. Did you know Northview is actually one of our smaller schools as far as watershed population? So we're actually going to one of the smaller schools that we have and taking the students that are there who are already excited. We've already seen God move there in some ways. Their breakfast club last year was about eight people, and it's running about 30 right now, which is pretty exciting. Okay, so we're excited about that. And if you're like, well, this makes me jealous. I want you to pray for my school this way. Guess what? We're going to do this and see how this goes. And then the spring, we're going to take a different school, and we're going to go after a different school in this way. All right, so we're going to take October and pray for Northview. Um, so what it looks like is this. We're going to pray every half hour. You guys are going to sign up. We're going to have a sheet like we do during rush. You're going to sign up for four weeks. Four weeks of prayer, 30 minutes from 6 in the morning to 10 o'clock at night, every waking hour. So we're calling it the 6:10 initiative from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. every 30 minutes. So don't worry, you don't have to pray 24 hours a day for 30 days. You have to pray for 30 minutes a day, one day a week for Northview High School. Can you do that? 30 minutes a day? You can sign up for, say, I'm going to get from 7 to 7.30 at night on Thursday or whatever. Whatever time works for you, one of those waking hours, and you're going to pray. And I'm going to sign up, and everybody in here is going to take a slot. You don't have to do this, but if you feel called to be a part of this, when God moves, I want to say I was a part of that. That was something big. We saw God move in an amazing way, and I got to be a part of it. We're going to have prayer walks on the weekends. We're going to go and meet on Saturday at Northview High School, and we're going to march around Jericho, right? We're, going to, we're not going to do it seven times, probably. Maybe the last day we will, but we're going to do it on Saturdays. We're going to show up, and we're going to march around, and we're going to go eat lunch afterwards and celebrate. We're going to pray and we might even do beforehand. I'll challenge some of you later on if you want to fast or anything like that beforehand. And then we're going to break our fast together. So we're going to, we're going to walk and pray and eat. Eating is not the walking is not my favorite part, but the eating I really like. So we're going to do that together on Saturdays. And we are going to uh, get out a prayer guide to you guys. Some interactive, we're going to be some interactive prayer guides and stuff for you. And you can get your parents involved with this if they would like to. And so we're going to, and they can sign up for a 30-minute slot, and we're going to pray for 30 days, and then we're going to invite students from Northview to come to WASH in here, November 7th, and we're going to have, and we're going to present the gospel, and we're going to celebrate what God's going to do, okay? So we're going to move it. WASH is normally upstairs in the shed on Wednesday night. We're going to move it in here. You know why we're going to move it in here? Because we have faith that a bunch of people are going to show up, Right? So there's going to be a bunch of people here, so we're going to need the space. Wouldn't it be great if we can't fit in here on that day, right? Okay, so we got the prayer walks, we got the prayer guide, 
We're going to invite them to wash. We're going to celebrate. And then in the spring, we're going to do this all over again. So, Mark, what's that next slide? I want to get the, the motto right. One, one prayer, one month, one school, one prayer. That's our motto. 610. One month, one school, one prayer. Now, if you're doubting this, uh, the other thing about 610, which is pretty cool, two things. I want to close with this. One is Matthew 610 says this, and this is going to be our motto. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we're asking God's kingdom to come in Northview High School. Right? We're going to ask for God's kingdom to come in this place. Why can't a revival start in Atlanta? Why can't the next great awakening start right here in this room? It can. I also forgot to mention we're going to have set prayer times three times a week. If you want to pray corporately, we'll pray together as a group three times a week. That was probably on the screen, but I didn't mention it. So I didn't want to say that. So this is going to be our statement. This, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven as we pray every waking hour from 6 to 10 for the month of October. And you're going to hear more about that, the 610 initiative. You're going to sign up. We're going to talk about it a little bit all the time as we get close and then in October, boom, we are all in this together, right? Now, if you think, well, gosh, does God really move like this? Does he move in these ways? Let me ask you this. Have you ever heard of a guy named George Mueller? Okay, now he was, he was a, a guy that was famous back in the 1800s. He had all these orphanages in England, okay? And he, he was a weird-looking dude, too, by the way. So... He was a weird-looking dude. This guy, though, was a prayer warrior, okay? And by prayer warrior, so he started these orphanages, and he never asked anyone for money. He just asked God. And that was his methodology. And so much so that he had over 50,000 specifically recorded answers to prayer from his journals, 30,000 of which he said were answered the same day or the same hour that he prayed them. Think of that. That's 500 definite answers to prayer each year, more than one prayer per day, every single day for 60 years. That's the kind of faith that this guy had. One of the famous stories that he had was that the orphans didn't have, he had 1,500 orphans, they didn't have anything to eat. And he told them, go ahead, he prayed, and he said, go ahead and set the table. Now think about that. They set the table, the orphans start filing in, and then a baker knocks on the door and he brings all this fresh bread in. And then a milk cart had broken down right in front of the orphanage. And they were like, well, the milk's going to spoil. So they brought all the milk in and the kids had bread and milk. But he stepped out in faith and he said, we are going to set the table. All right. Now, my favorite story is this one, though. And I'm closing with this. He was on a trip to Canada and he had an appointment. And they were stuck out because the fog was so thick that the ship could not approach the coast. And so the captain relayed this story to somebody else, that George Mueller came up into the deck and he said, Captain, I've come to tell you that I must be in Quebec on Saturday afternoon. This was Wednesday. Impossible, the captain said. Very well, if your ship can't take me, God will find some other means or locomotion to take me. I have never broken an engagement in 57 years. I would be willing to help you, but how can I? I'm helpless, said the captain. Mueller said, let's go down into the chart room and pray. I looked at this man and I thought to myself, what lunatic asylum could this man have come from? For I've never heard of such a thing. Mr. Mueller, I said, do you know how dense the fog is? No, he replied, 
My eye is not on the density of the fog, but on the living God who controls every single circumstance of my life. He went down on his knees and he prayed one of the most simple prayers. I thought to myself, that wouldn't suit a children's class where the children were not more than eight or nine years of age. The burden of his prayer was something like this. Oh, Lord, if it is consistent with thy will, please remove this fog in five minutes. You know the engagement you made for me in Quebec for Saturday. I believe this is your will. That's what he prayed. That is just a pretty simple, it wasn't real flowery, was it? When he had finished, I was going to pray. I love this part. But he put his hand on my shoulder and he told me not to. First, he said, you don't believe that God will do it. And second, I believe he's already done it and there's no need whatsoever for you to pray about it. I looked at him and as George Mueller said this, Captain, I've known the Lord for 57 years, and there's never been a single day that I've failed to gain an audience with the king. Get up, Captain, open the door, and you will find that the fog is gone. I got up, and the fog was gone. And on Saturday afternoon, George Mueller was in Quebec. Now that is faith. And that is him stepping out in prayer. And I want to remind you of what he said as we go and make this our prayer He said, my eye is not on the density of the fog, but on the living God who controls every circumstance of my life. We are going to pray for God to move. Let's pray now to begin that. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. We thank you. Thank you for an opportunity, God, to step out in faith. You have called us to live by faith and not by sight. But Lord, if we don't step out, how can we learn how to do that? And so, God, I pray that you would make us jealous, Lord, that you would do something in us through this prayer initiative, and that you would do something through us that is so unmistakably you that we would say, wow, I was a part of that, to see God move in such an amazing and powerful way, and we would be jealous for our own school, that then we would say, please pray for my school next, pray for my friend next, because we want to see you move in power And Lord, we don't say any of this to tempt you. You are not obligated to move, but we ask you, we cry out for those, Lord. And we are going to be unselfish as we pray for a school that may not be our own. And we're going to pray that you do an amazing thing that is so unmistakable that we can then celebrate it together. So God, we ask you for this. Uh, Be with us the rest of the night, Lord. Uh, Bless our time in small groups as we talk about stepping out in faith. In Christ's name we pray, amen.